I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Angie Martinez in Real Life Podcast. This episode and conversation is powered by Ducey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another uh, edition of Edge Martinez IRL Takeaways, where we discuss some of our amazing conversations that we have with our guests. This takeaway episode is about our Janelle Monet conversation. First of all, we shot this interview. By the way, Brittany is here. Hi. Brittany Ortiz is my show producer, sometimes director, sometimes catering, sometimes booking. <laughs> all the things. All the things. Um, we loved Janelle. The night before we shot this interview, I went to a listening session for her upcoming album um, that the label had invited me to. It's like a really nice room, some, you know, some label people, which usually those things are like stuffy, stuffy. Mm-hmm. and like everybody acts too good to vibe out to anything. So Janelle walks into the, to the event. Were you there with me? Yes, I was. Oh, you were there. Um, it was all red in the room. There was there was food. It was and a vibe. Tequila. Immediately there was a vibe. You walked in, there's drinks. The the setting was good, and then Janelle shows up to the thing with her crew, and they're performing and singing and vibing to every song. It was. I didn't feel the need to want to get up. It was so entertaining just watching them. <laughs> yeah. That um, she sucked me right into. I like. I'm. I'm in. I'm in on the album. No matter what, whether I was interviewing her or not, she just takes you to this like world, and it's very sexy. And she's an amazing performer. And she had just come off of Knives Out. Um. And so you know, she's a movie star, musician star, all the things. Um, but I honestly really didn't know much about her human side. Like I had never really, I, I'd interviewed her once on the radio before, but it was a very kind of like about your project type of interview. Um, 
And so, you know, I was interested to see what was going to come out of it. I really didn't have much of an agenda except to say that I really liked the song Float. And, you know, she, she, what else? She, um, she appears to be so free and she appears to be uh, comfortable in her sexuality Mm -hmm. more so now lately than ever, which people don't always know how to receive um, and so I knew that those kind of things would come up, but I don't know. I was kind of surprised. I feel like we, um, I feel like she came in. I don't know. I feel like it was one of those times where I didn't necessarily lead the, lead the conversation. Like a conversation just kind of happened. Yeah. Um, and she has so many kind of ideas about life and where she is in her life that she just came to the table with stuff to say. Does that make sense? Yeah, we always love that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. As people who do a podcast, we like when people come with things to say. <laughs> she pulled out her phone and she had notes in her affirmations. phone. Affirmations. that she could share, which were really good. I love the toast that we that we did. To the lives we lead. To the dreams we chase. To the dreams we chase. To the moments that we make and to the fucked up shit we can't erase. <laughs> to the moments we make and fucked up shit we can't erase. Cheers to you, so. Yes, I feel like that. Uh, that's a great toast. I feel like if I was drunk somewhere, that toast would be really good. <laughs> to the fuck that shit, we get it. It improves with the liquor. Yeah, I, I feel like I want to try that somewhere at some point. Um, one of the takeaways I had was when we talking about her sexuality, and it's funny because I was reluctant to bring it up for the reasons I I mentioned during the pod about mm-hmm. like I get it. She doesn't want to be the poster girl for the for you know, whatever the pride conversation of the week is. She does, may not always feel like talking about that every day. It's like any of us. It's like, imagine you had to talk about your relationships with your significant other, gay, straight, whatever you are. Like, I don't want to do that all the time. Like, if I had to be the poster girl for like heterosexual women and every interview I ever did, they were like, so being a heterosexual you're, woman... You're bound to mess up. You're when When you see a penis... How do you, you know what I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, if I had to be the poster woman for heterosexual women, that shit would get on my nerves. So f- I understand her being reluctant to want to always have to be that person. But at the same time, not hiding from it. She's free. She's, she is who she is. I'm proud to be queer. Yeah. Like, I'm proud to be, you know, I've been in polyamorous relationships. I have been in monogamous relationships. Like, I honor my journey. You know what I'm saying? And But speaking about it sometimes does come with a lot of pressure. Yeah. It comes with a lot of pressure to represent, you know, you're that that one, so you need to say the right things, all that. I don't put that pressure on myself. I speak for me. I love, though, that people can identify with what it is that I'm saying, and they feel... um, empowered they feel seen Mm -hmm. that's important yes i remember where i was in my life and i remember loving lauren hill Mm -hmm. i felt seen i felt Mm -hmm. like ah, i love Lauren. this is where i'm at it was interesting to me to for her to hear her talk about that and to hear her say that she is willing to do that and be the poster child when it's important when laws are being made that directly yeah hurt her people her you know yeah her community or um, are, that are just wrong, you know, um, and that she will take the stand and and be the poster child when when it's needed. Um, I just I don't know the way she put that out. It was so clear about how she feels about. Does we that play make that. sense? Yeah, we could play that part. So 
you don't have to elaborate as much. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Mm. I think it's something to think about for, as people like do interviews. Like, what? I think that's the thing. Because there are conversations about other artists and other people that don't come out. And it's almost like a, why don't you come out? But I get it. I get it. It's your choice. Yeah. I mean, you have to, it, it's it's every individual's choice about who they want to be publicly, what they want to share about their lives. And, um, you know, I respect her for being, uh, for taking the stand when it means something. And it's her choice to not to when she don't, when she don't really like talk about it. Um, but she says, definitely seems free. That was the theme. Free ass motherfucker was the theme of free the conversation. When I asked her what she wants to be remembered by, what she wants her legacy to be, she says she wanted to be remembered or she wants to be known as a free ass motherfucker. As being in the room and then listening back as many times as I have, I took with me the part about making my inner voice being the biggest voice. Oh I my God, to. I love that part. You could just. I have to remember and remind myself that my inner voice, like what I think about me, is the alpha, is the omega. It's nothing that another person can tell me about me that I don't know. That I, you don't know me more than I know me. Uh -huh. You can't. You don't define my joy or my happiness. Does that make sense? Yes. Like it's great when people are complimenting you and giving you love or criticizing you, which is always is not so great, right? No, it's not. not it don't great. feel good, right? But how I think about me, my inner voice is the loudest voice inside of me in my head. It's the it's the final say. Bars. We say those things, but it's important to remember them and actually mm -hmm. use them. Ding, 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 ding. Right? Because there's a lot of things that we say that we know or sh we should do. But it's another thing to like when you're in your quiet moment and somebody said something to you about you and you are internalizing it and making it true that you do have the power to stop yourself and be like, wait a minute. Am I feeling about the, this way about myself because I really feel that way about myself? Or yeah. am I feeling this way about myself through the eyes of somebody else? Um, and that's, I think, worth taking a minute to check in on yourself about. Like anything that hurts you or you're feeling insecure about or I don't know what else could be a thing that somebody could tell you about you that you don't know about yourself. Like you're not smart enough to do that job mm -hmm. or people don't see you that way or... You gotta nurture your that inner love. Yeah, to be able somebody to tells that. maybe you're depressed, and somebody says saying telling you you're lazy. Hey, it's because you're lazy. You don't want to go anywhere. It, it's for you to tell yourself you're actually not lazy. You're just in the middle of going through something that you're gonna get through, and you're gonna get done what you have to. Like you could literally change the conversation that you have with yourself, um, and be the loudest person in your in your head, hopefully in a positive way. Right. <laughs> right. Because you could also feed yourself garbage or narratives that are stopping you or holding you back or making you sad or and it's like what do we what is the story we tell ourselves she talks about that too in this episode mm -hmm. what is the story we tell ourselves about ourselves um and that's super powerful especially when you really take the time to think about it and execute it in your own life it really can make a difference on just how you move through the world and what you can accomplish and all that so i love that we got into that and also you know what too when she talks about being a perfectionist because oh my god I know how she feels ooh, and ooh. I have gotten much better at this Brittany yes. even, even in the yes. how many years have you known me now five 
even in the just the five years that you know me, yeah. you, you see a difference. I've seen a different version of you. So imagine me 10 years before you knew me, like in the 90s when I was running around these streets. Hostile. I was a savage <laughs> because I was like, we got to do it like this. got to be like, I was just. Uh, 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 yeah, vision. Uh. And it would frustrate me when somebody didn't execute. And or and then I learned, like we talked about in this, that sometimes there's beauty in like it not going exactly how you planned. And you ruin it by trying to make it perfect. Nobody wants perfect. Well, maybe we do, but imperfection is actually more interesting, which is what Janelle was saying. Um, and, and so the I journey and the evolution and is the what evolution and the journey. And also, truthfully, for me, when I started to realize that and let go of some of the oh, it like relieves you of pressure when you when you give yourself the permission to not be perfect or the permission to like let things be what they are like do your best and then like let it go it just relieves you of pressure you can enjoy the moments better and sometimes magic happens that you didn't expect when you're holding on to something so tight and it could only be this way you miss out on some unexpected magic that could have happened in the in the flaw does that make sense yes yeah so i love that because i have um i have for myself um I don't know. I've just gotten better in that space and I, and I think it's important. And so for her talking about that was dope. That was definitely a takeaway for me and people. And, and in terms of like what I've seen reaction from you guys and some of the comments and stuff, a lot of people I know reacted to the clip about her saying, um, it's okay to be a beginner. Start something new. Stop acting like, you know, everything you don't know, everything ask questions, be curious um, learn, fall down, mess up, be whack at something. I'm playing golf now. I'm terrible. I love <laughs> it. I play all the time. I, and I'm getting in, like in tiniest increments getting better. I never in my life thought that this would be something that I would enjoy doing, but I found it. I like it. I'm terrible. I'm a beginner. And I'm having so much joy in being a beginner that, um, that I wouldn't have had if I'm like an old version of me would have been like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be terrible at that. And I wouldn't even have the joy of like learning something new because I would have gotten my own way of like, I'm not good at that. And even when you're a master or you think you've mastered something, there's always more levels to unlock. Levels to this. There's always more yeah. levels to unlock. It's so true. And don't be afraid and enjoy that process. Try something new. Be a beginner at something. There should always be something. I think there should always be something in your life that you're a beginner at. Otherwise, if there's not, that means you're trying nothing new. That means you're not pushing yourself at all. You're in just a quiet little comfortable box of something you've done over and over again. Nothing new, nothing fresh. Sounds be boring. Be a beginner. <laughs> be a beginner. Uh, and so I love that you guys resonated to that clip. Do we play the clip? Let's play it. Don't be afraid to be a beginner. Yes. You don't have to have everything fucking figured out all the time. You can be a beginner. It's okay. Be a beginner. It's fine. It's the only way to do something new. It's the when only you way. you you have it figured out versus when you don't, you're a conflict. You've sold yourself a dream that's not a reality. You're a beginner. Mm. Own it. I have one more. We talked about it a little bit on this episode. It's actually like a running theme because we also talked about it with Kelly Clarkson and I brought it up in this interview with her. When Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, in her interview, she talks about saying she's on vacation, even if she's working. She's like, okay, this week we're on vacation, but she's still working. So she'll stop at the beach on her way home or she'll do something that you would do on vacation just in real life. Like you, you, cause you know, when you go on vacation, you put yourself in a mode where you go outside of your box 
and you look at the world and you maybe take a walk on the beach and you do things on vacation that you don't do at home. So Kelly has this thing where she says she's on vacation, even though she's working to find those moments. Um, And then so Janelle and I talked about that a little bit. Work, work, work. Right. But I think at a certain point, yeah, we got to say, how do we redesign a life to where we're we're working and we're also making it fun. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm on. I've mm-hmm. had meetings with my team. I'm like, listen, this has got to be fun. Yeah. Like where's the DJ on the set or the photo shoot? But we're doing meetings. We need in-person. Where the drink's at? Like yeah. if you need to be smoking to calm you down. Okay, go get yeah. your weed, whatever you need to do. Yeah. We're running, we're creating our own worlds, right? Listen, that's not a small thing, people. We get so caught up chasing stuff, eye on the prize, hustling, doing all those things. But it's like you, 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 you're supposed to be having fun. <laughs> like you're supposed to be, your life is supposed to have joy in it. So whatever the work is, it really is better if you can figure out a way to add some joy and some fun into it because this is the only life we have and yes we have to work and we love to work and we have goals and we have these things but like don't forget to like you know put your feet in the water or whatever whatever your thing is get a massage or um like she said have alcohol at the meeting if you can if you're in a business (laughs) where you could do that i know not everybody can but whatever just the, the concept of that i think is uh is interesting and that something that i could take away from myself because i don't think i do that enough I sometimes try, but not enough. Like uh, being on vacation while I'm working. Your life is a vacation. Is it? No, no, no. no, I'm saying you're. (laughs) She said. No, it's not. My life is not a vacation. (laughs) No, I'm implementing the ideology that you are. This is a matrix, and you are creating whatever version of life you want. It is out there for the taking. You are capable of having that. It is not without reach. Yes. This is the Matrix. She definitely said that a couple of times in the episode as well. Overall, I love where she's at. I love that she was so free. And I got a sense that she actually really enjoyed the conversation too. Um, I don't know. It was just a, it was a lovely experience. She's a, she's a phenomenal artist. And uh, I learned a lot from our conversation. I hope you guys t- did too. And if you haven't watched the full interview, you can do that. It's on YouTube. Angie Martinez IRL. Please subscribe, guys. We need our subscribers to know when things drop because we're doing our best to get in a routine. But sometimes we might just throw something at you. Um, and we'd like you to be aware of when you know the drops happen. So you can subscribe to, subscribe to the IRL page on YouTube and here. And and thanks guys.
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.